So hi everyone, it's Jess here from Grad Cracker. Um, so just following on uh, Carla's uh, podcast with Emma, I'm here now with some graduates um, that are currently going through the graduate programme here at Metaswitch. Um, so what I'd like to do is just introduce everyone and then if we could maybe talk a bit about our experiences that we've had so far. So George, if you could just tell me your name and the university you studied and um, what you studied at university. Uh, okay, I'm George. I went to the University of Manchester and I studied physics. Brilliant. Um, Alice? Um, I'm Alice. <laughs> I went to Oxford and I did physics and philosophy. And I'm Andrew, I studied uh, computer science also at Oxford. Brilliant, okay. So, uh, same question to all of you then, but I'll start with you, George. What made you apply for Metaswitch? Uh, so, the more reason I applied to Metaswitch was partly because I was finding it hard to get a job that I wanted that allowed me to do programming but without any official experience. Okay, so you didn't have that experience initially then? Uh, uh, that, that's true, yes. Mm -hmm. I've done a couple of modules at uni, but yeah. nothing uh, no, nothing too deep. Yeah, okay. What made you decide, you know, because I'm sure other students will be in that situation, you might be mm -hmm. doing, a, say, a degree, but you think there's certain modules I actually am really interested in. Was you a bit nervous about applying for a job which, you know, you didn't have maybe the exact experience that you thought you needed? Uh, yeah, I was initially, but it was something I really wanted to do that I played around with on my own. Right. And I knew that it was something I found interesting and I could, yeah, that I thought I would enjoy. Brilliant, well done. So what did you do in your spare time to kind of build your knowledge? Uh, in my spare time, I kind of tried to work on some pet projects, okay. uh, doing uh, programming in Unity, because I felt games are quite fun and interesting. Yeah. I thought I might as well have a go at making one myself. Oh, brilliant, okay. Um, so after doing that, obviously you, you, you saw the opportunity and thought that's for me. Did you um, have any work experience or did you do an internship or anything before? Uh, so I'd previously done an internship at uh, the National Physical Laboratory where I had done some programming there, but not okay. a huge amount. Yeah. And that's sort of when I decided that I enjoy the programming side of my work there much more than everything else I was doing. Brilliant, okay. Alice, going to you then, what was a similar experience for you? Um, so I really wanted to apply for MetaSwitch for similar sort of reasons. Um, I thought software was really interesting. Um, I did an internship at MetaSwitch previously, which I applied for because uh, MetaSwitch made themselves quite known uh, and seemed really fun. Mm -hmm. um, and so I did the internship here and working here I fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, and so from there I wanted to apply for a job. But the things that appealed were not having to have experience, there's flexible working hours, uh, there's a lot of events run at the company, so morale events or we do, there's like sport at lunchtime. Oh, okay. Um, and so there's just a real sense of like community and trying to make the environment as enjoyable as possible for yeah. everyone. And that I thought was just awesome. Brilliant. And so going back to your internship then, yep. so was it um, of the summer, how did you go about finding that opportunity and how did you find it? Um, so yeah, it was. I did uh, 12 weeks over summer um, and I'd just been looking for to do an internship and it was really good and it was a good way to spend. Mm -hmm. It was going for the end of my third year when I had four years Yeah. Um, and I applied for a bunch of different places. Yeah. Um, were they similar kind of companies? Yeah. Or so, so you knew then at that point you were interested going in software. For software. Yeah. But a few places, um, I could only apply for certain types of internships that were like uh, 
beginning coding one. So there were some places that split right. it up and went, oh, this one, if you've never done coding before, will kind of teach you to code, which felt kind of less like an internship and more like a course. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also offered internships for people who knew how to code. And I love the message which are like, no, like, even if you've only got eight weeks, which is the minimum they do, we can spend the first two, three weeks ramping you up on whatever you're going to do. Yeah. And then and then you can still put stuff in. Um, so I applied for a bunch of places, um, but liked the message one the most, and they got back to me first, and I just accepted it. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Did you do anything a bit like George then, outside of uni, to try and build up your knowledge? Or did you just thought, I'll go for it and see what happens? Um, I did a few... I did a... Uh, term of sort of python classes which was run by my uni but not part of my course that was just sort of for fun um and again learned a little bit um my fourth year project which was after i'd done my internship was also in python but obviously that was after i'd done my internship yeah yeah but um yeah i just tried to have a look at, at sort of basics um and get some sort of understanding but they're they're mostly looking for people who can think in that way rather than um mm-hmm. than have those skills so some interview questions are quite like uh, you could see the underlying um, ideas is how would you get this process to work? And you yeah. need to know programming, but they're trying to get you to think about programming. Yeah. So they want to see that you can do it, but you don't have to already know how to do Actually, it. Actually, know the language as such itself. Yeah. yeah. Andrew, then why did you apply to Netsuite? Yeah, so my background is computer science, unlike these two, so I um, kind of knew a bit of coding beforehand. Um, and so my actual reason for applying was. I chatted to somebody who worked here and he, he said that, I think when I applied at the time, people on the board, something like some high proportion, you know, 60% of people had started as interns and they just kind of just gone up and become senior people. Um, I might have misquoted that, but um, <laughs> that's definitely what inspired me that uh, Meshwitch clearly had a policy of investing in their people because people would stick around for a long time. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of, we see this quite a lot actually. We, we have kind of service awards every quarter and people stay for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. We've heard that um, a lot actually. When we, the previous um, podcast we've just done with Emma, they said that, you know, some of the senior managers, it's at least 15 years plus they've been here. So it really seems as though MetaSwitch is a, you, you get in and you want to stay in. Getting that back. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what made me apply. Really, was the fact that I could kind of it, it's a career kind of thing. It's not just a um, going to be a quick thing. I, yeah. can, I can spend some time here and really learn and develop. So that was my main reason. And you finding that so far? Uh, so far, yes. I've actually been here for um, nearly three years now. So um, yeah, already I'm on the well on the way to <laughs> getting my. You're taking those years off. Yeah, <laughs> Um, George, going back to you then, um, if you could tell me a bit about uh, the application process and how you found it. So, um, going straight in, so you obviously applied via Gradcracker, and then you went and did was it the you you sent a CV and cover letter to. Uh, yes, is I can't remember now. Is there? There's a starting off uh, application test, isn't there, when you first apply? Yeah. And then, which is mostly focusing on logical thinking rather than any programming or anything and then once you've sent that off uh, you get invited to your first interview where why did you do in that again so yeah so our interns our interns only do the first round interview so both grads and interns do the same starting interview and those are kind of just some simple well not simple they're some really tricky uh, some tricky kind of questions okay can you give me an example can you remember the kind of questions you oh, got well, asked um, they are logic puzzles I suppose okay um, and um, yeah 
the basic building puzzles, you are given a, a problem to solve in a certain amount of time, and you want to write down how you would solve it. So this puzzle, is it like a practical thing or is it, you know, written or are you in a team? Give me a bit about, you know, how it actually worked and put so, in a picture for me. <laughs> um, so I think there's a few things. Uh, you do um, also do a quick sort of uh, mathsy logic-y test. It's sort of timed and you're not expected to get all the way through it, but just try and get as much done as right, you can. Okay. Um, so that that's one of them. And then the other one is meant to be more like maybe they'll go, here's a game. Here are the rules of the game. How would you get, you know, how would you, um, uh, how would you write a pro, like, you know, or how would you uh, maybe improve the game, or how would you do this? Or oh, okay. maybe there'll be like, uh, here's a system, we have this problem, how would we, how would we fix it? Yeah. Um, and then add another uh, layer of problem on top of that. So, right, okay. um, that sort of thing. So there'll be a series of, you know, maybe an easy question to start with, um, and then a question that checks you understand, and then goes, now if we remove these two parts of the system, how yeah. are we going to carry on sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think the questions have changed over the years, obviously, to make sure people don't know them, but mm -hmm. I think that's generally the structure they've tried to have. Yeah, sure. Um, and and then, how did you find that experience? So, you know, after you might have found it a bit easier, Alice, with you of doing your internships, so did you feel like you were a bit more relaxed? So you do that, um, as Andrew said, you do a first, the first round interview is the same, um, for an intern and for a new grad. Mm -hmm. And then if you've done an internship, you do the second round interview afterwards instead of starting again, yeah. sort of thing. Um, so I found that really scary because it was the first one I'd done. It's yeah. the first one I ended up interviewing for as an, um, going for an internship. Um, but everyone was really lovely. Um, but it is a bit scary because you're uh, in a room with other people also writing. Um, right, okay. And so there's a little bit of a feeling of, ah, is everyone else doing way better? So it's all as individual at, yeah. at, at that, that, for that For that one. Um, yeah. Um, which, so it kind of feels a little bit sort of nerve-wracking and you're like, oh, I, you know, that person looks like they're writing loads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually it's, it's, uh, it's actually fine. And yeah. uh, someone chats to you about it afterwards to talk you through. Mm. That, <coughs> that sort of, yeah. Uh, so... To, to sort of maybe prompt some questions and say, I'm not quite sure what you meant when you wrote this. So you also don't have to panic about, oh, maybe they didn't quite understand because there's uh, a chance afterwards, there's a chance it. afterwards for you to clarify if they didn't mm -hmm. quite get it, which is nice as well. Brilliant. And even if you've completely got the question wrong, I went into one of them and was like, I don't believe this is possible. But then we talked through it and then I managed to get to the solution eventually. Ah, and that was okay. quite nice. So the, yeah, I think that's the thing, you know, when, when I've spoken to students in, in the past on campus, they always worry, you know, what happens if I, you know, do something similar to that? You think, oh, no. But I think they, I hope you've noticed that the employers are kind of looking for your problem-solving skills, aren't they? You know, mm -hmm. how did you get to that assumption? And, you know, if you, you got there with it in a logical way, um, then, you know, it, it's, it's okay to be wrong. Um, so um, after that process, um, did you then go into kind of any group, Kind of exercises, can you remember or? So yeah, so after so you either after your first one, you either start an internship or you're invited back for a second interview straight away if you're applying for a grad job. Yeah. And in the second interview, you do a few different things. Um, one of the things you do is a presentation mm -hmm. um, to the, some senior people. Another one is a group exercise. Okay. Uh, which you do, um, which uh, when I did it um, involved basically having to negotiate with other people. Okay. You, you had you each had a kind of. Um, task you wanted to get done and everyone had different tasks and you had to agree on what tasks to do basically right okay um, and so it's it's kind of yeah negotiation um. right okay and then so when you is it kind of um 
is it a real life kind of situation these negotiations you've got to do or is it something a bit fictitious and random it, uh, definitely fictitious um, <laughs> <Was it? laughs> but not but not particularly contrived you could see uh, right like, okay. it, it could, yeah it could you could get behind the idea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so when you, you you've kind of you know talking through the, the graduate um, recruitment process then so you've, you've you've done that and then what what happens next after that uh, so I guess next you, you start and you come down on your first day and your manager will pick you up from reception and take you, introduce you to your team, probably to everyone else on your wing. And then depending on which, which uh, area of the organisation you're in, you'll start doing some basic development tasks. So that's normally if you're in the development team, mm-hmm. uh, ramping up on whatever language that you are going to be mo- writing in most of the time. Okay, yeah. so if going back a stage slightly before, so yeah. you kind of get offered the role, mm-hmm. and at what point do you decide where you want to be? You know, is it you decide you want to be at Enfield? Because I heard that you've obviously got lots of different um, offices right up to Edinburgh and everywhere in between. So, wh- what point do you decide where, lo- you know, logistically you want to be based at? When you apply. Uh, you apply for a certain office. Okay, fantastic. Um, I think there's leeway to ask for different things, um, and sometimes they recommend you start or spend some time here. Right. There's someone who started with me, he's just coming to the end of his first year in Enfield, but he wants to be in Edinburgh. Right. So he did a year here, and he's and moving he's back to, to Edinburgh after that office. Okay. Um, but because obviously there's so many, the, this is the biggest office, mm-hmm. people um, sometimes come here and do some amount of time here to start with. Right. But okay. you can ask which you can over apply to a certain office, but the roles are more limited at the other offices than they are at the Enfield one. Okay, so in terms of accommodation then, um, how, you know, I've heard that they, they're quite good in, co- in terms of accommodation, they've got offices, um, offices uh, accommodation which they can um, obviously supply you with. Um, is any of you how have lived in, in the accommodation here? Uh, yes, so I stayed in the company houses for that was it, about, company houses, yeah. about a year, and it was, it was quite nice in that I didn't need to worry about trying to find uh, you know, accommodation halfway across London and travelling mm. there so I get houses every day. And also, it, it felt a bit as because you're all, you're in a house with a load of other uh, graduates that have joined the company. It is a bit like uh, it's a stepping stone from university, so you still got that nice group of people that you're hanging out with most of the time and you yeah. see a lot of the time. Would you say it's almost similar to the university life in that in that way? You know, you feel as though you, you kind of go to work, come back, and you can still socialise with the yeah. With I think so. It, it it definitely helps uh, create a you have there's quite a strong uh, year group bond in each year of where you have a core group of friends that are yeah you're basically working and at the start living together yeah and then lots of people stay together when they move on out of. Oh, have you have you done something similar then, or have yeah. you? Uh, yes. So me and Andy actually lived together. <laughs> oh, okay. And we're still living together now. So. And that's what you did. Yeah, we both oh, stayed in the company great. house for the first year. Yeah. And uh, moved out together and lived together. Still and, yeah. and that's true. A lot of other of our friends also live together in various houses. Mm-hmm. It must be a great way to kind of you know you then all feel like in the same you know same situation and creating those friendships and relationships. That's really really good. Um. Alice, I'm guessing it was a slightly different for you, was it? Yeah, so uh, I didn't I um, didn't stay in company house. So. No. <laughs> 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 you, you missed out, yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, so sorry, George, you started going on about the process after that. So, you know, you kind of first day here as mm-hmm. such. Um, so you, you kind of get settled in, you've got a mentor. Um, it sounds as though, you know, here at MetaSearch, they give you a lot of support in terms of mentoring and management and things like that, you know, a good training scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk me through then a bit about, you know, your experiences that you've had with that. Uh, okay, well, I, I've moved around internally in MetaSearch a few times. Oh, have you? Okay. And so, and every time you move, it is a bit like because you have to learn new skills and it's like going back to the start again but it's but not quite Mm -hmm. and every time I've moved I've been I've had a mentor who's the sort of the go-to go-to person that where if I have any sort of question I'm encouraged to go and bother them yeah and they're they're explicitly given time to look after you so it's not you're not stopping someone from doing their work you're actually helping them make sure that you are on Mm -hmm. the right track and progressing yeah um, Alice, is, is that similar that you've had? Yeah, uh, with less moving about. Uh, <laughs> actually, I, I interned in the same place that I've ended up working. Oh, right, um, okay. And I've been here a year now. Um, but yeah, I've, I've found that um, I've had a great mentor, I had a great manager. Uh, and even outside of that, everyone on our team is so willing to help. People on different teams are so willing to help. Um, um, we actually all work in similar area now and it's a really big team uh, lots of teams within it and you find anyone on your floor can go and wander over and someone ask you a question people are more than willing to help straight away yeah um and people are really careful about um making sure you have the right knowledge uh, but similarly they won't make you hold back they'll be like yeah take on this task that that that's going to be difficult for you and we'll help you through it it's not mm-hmm. let's give you an easy task and then t- another task you can manage another it's you know yeah, look, I'm gonna. We're gonna make you put yourself out there, yeah. and you might fail, and you are gonna struggle. But we'll but, catch you. But we'll catch you for, yeah. which is really <laughs> nice as well, um, because being trusted makes you want to work harder as well. So, so that's quite interesting. How you know, going through the similar processes, but you've you've wanted to stay, and you've actually had the chance to move around quite mm-hmm. a bit already, um, George. So, Alice, question to you: What's made you want to stay in the area that you you're currently working in? Um, I really like it. Um, I really like the. I really like the. So uh, I work on a product um, called Perimeter, and um, uh, so the teams have slightly shifted where I work now. So in that sense, I've moved because everyone has. Um, But uh, I worked on the same product as an intern, and now, but I've done some development for it. I've done some testing for it. So Mm -hmm. despite not moving, I've actually been able to do loads of stuff in the same place. So I've done coding. I've done testing code. Yeah. I'm now uh, doing some um, organisational for my stuff for my team, and I felt like I've been given a whole bunch of different opportunities despite staying where I am, which mm-hmm. is really nice as well. Um, but I wanted to stay where I am because uh, I love the product we work on, and I love the people that I'm working with so much, and they're sticking around, so I guess. Oh, <laughs> Andrew, have you done a similar thing then? Have you moved or have you stayed? What have you done? Uh, I've moved once, oh, right okay. in the middle. So, yeah, my, um, my old... Um, position was kind of a good stepping starting point but mm-hmm. it was kind of quite a relatively um, a good starting point basically so yeah. uh, we cycled through quite a lot so you basically stay there for a year and then it's kind of expected you want to move on because you've right. probably learned everything you can learn mm-hmm. there and then you, a new starter might join and they can get ramped up as well so I stayed there for a year and then I moved on to yeah. another team but I think yeah I think like it's easy to forget that other companies might have like these grad training programs, um, like specifically for to, to training the entire cohort. But all of ours are tailored mm-hmm. to each uh, new grad. So every 
grad, get have a different experience of training, depending on, like I come in from quite a coding background, whereas these guys might not have so much, so much experience, so they might get more support for um, their coding, and it's completely tailored to wherever you start, um, at whatever level you start. So yeah. uh, that's really interesting, and so it means, like George said, when you move, you might get a completely different um, experience mm. um, when you get retrained up. Yeah. It's quite nice that this seems, you know, it's not just like a blanket approach to everyone, you know, it really is. And that's probably why a lot of people are staying here because, you know, Better Switch seem very invested in you as an individual. You don't just see them as a number or anything like that. So, Andrew, going back to you a second, you think with you doing the degree that you did, it obviously very software code based. From where you came in to where you are now, do you feel like you've accelerated and learned a lot? Um, being at MetaSwitch, you know, in terms of your coding abilities, you don't feel like you've been held back in any way, or yeah. So, um, my I think my coding abilities have improved, but I think actually where I've improved most is on the kind of softer skills. So, lots of my personal development objectives, we all have our own personal development sure, goals. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those are kind of focused towards my design writing skills or my presentation abilities and being able to communicate effectively mm -hmm. so and that's where I'm actually trying to work on more so than my coding um, and that's what they're trying to help me get better at yeah uh, rather than my coding um, so uh, yeah I think I, that's certainly improved vastly since I've joined that's great um so in I just gone back I was gonna ask you something about coding that was that was it <laughs> That was it. Um, Emma mentioned about a new, co I don't know if I can talk about this, a new, co is Tusk or something? Is it Tusk? Rust. Rust, <laughs> that's it. Um, am I allowed to talk about this, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, are, you, are you working on that? It's all, she just seemed very excited about it and can anyone talk to me a bit about Rust? No? Anyone want to take it? <laughs> so, um, yeah, which we're, um, a lot of our older products are written in language C++ and C, uh, yeah. which were kind of older languages, but as we develop new products, we've decided to take the plunge and risk a new language called Rust. Okay. Um, it's pretty, it was pretty small when we first picked it up and didn't have much community support, but we thought, let's give it a go. Yeah. And so a few of our newer products are written entirely in Rust, um, and this is a kind of, um, yeah, a, a trendy new 21st century language okay. uh, that we decided to lead the way with and we're contributing back to the community by kind of improvements um, in a, to try and make this a, yeah. a living language. Brilliant. So it obviously wasn't created by MetaSwitch, it was already going before before then and you've just picked it up and sat to run with it more. And That's right. Um, so can I ask what kind of products you are writing in this new language or uh, do we know? Uh, SD is in Rust. Yeah. But that's the only one I know. Yeah, 5G, do they do any Rust stuff? I think they're mostly in Rust. Yeah, so a lot of uh, so, yeah, none of us work on a Rust project. Oh, okay, so I mean, um, I work in the SDE team. Oh yeah, so I just <laughs> haven't written any of it yet. Um, yeah, so a lot of our newer products um, are taking on at least being partially written in Rust, even okay. if not fully. Um, but I don't think any of us have actually done any writing for that. I've done some testing on a product that's written in Rust, but I don't really see the difference then. So you know, you, Alice, you originally mentioned about your speaking in Python. Have you had to learn all the other different languages that, you know, your other products have learned in, so C++ and everything else? Um, so, I'd, yeah, I'd done Python pre, 
I did a little bit at uni and then when I did my internship, uh, they were like, you're going to be working in C. Right. So I did two, three weeks ramp up in C where you learn to write, you make a little top trumps game, right. um, which is the sort of classic. <laughs> and then, yeah, spent my summer doing C. And then when I came back, I joined the testing team, which isn't a lot of coding. It's a lot of using testing tools. Um, but when you do write new stuff, that's often in Python. Um, so then I did use a bit of Python. Um, and now I do bits and pieces. So I do some stuff in Python, some stuff in C, some other random bits and pieces. Okay. Um, but you kind of, if you have to do a big project in it, uh, management will give you the time to ramp up in that language. They won't just be like, go. Um, mm. So actually soon I'm going to be ramping up on Rust because we are going to start writing new stuff for the project I work on. So um, yeah, I'll be doing that soon. So it's great as well, you know, you've moved you a long way in terms of your own skills, but obviously you're learning completely new ones that the industry are only just learning as well. So it's it's a great place to be personally as well as, you know, as a business. Um, next question I'd like to ask you is when you kind of, where you're at now, all as individuals, have you got kind of any hints and tips or advice you would give to any students that are listening to the podcast or even if you look back and look at your career so far and think oh you know I'm glad I did that or I would change that have you got any advice or any hints and tips you would kind of give to yourself or anyone else listening George I think the number one thing I found useful is that uh, I, I learn best by doing okay. so whenever I thought I want to try and learn about X or Y, I found yeah. that finding some sort of, even if it's a simple goal, so say I want to write a program that displays a clock somewhere, mm -hmm. I think, okay, I'll try and do that in X language that I want to learn. Yeah. And then having that goal and then trying to make it work. And then especially if it's something that I want to use personally, I find really helps to drive me to learn myself just uh, in my free time. Yeah. And then it seems as though even being here and you know before you, you applied to Metaswitch, you, you know you did give yourself time to do that, and I think um, you know it's it's good to you know have a hobby and have an interest, and you know when we're speaking to Emma about the application process, you know I think as a recruiter they want to see those interests and see that you know the fact that you you spent your time interested in something, think oh I'm gonna work outside of this, outside of university, I'm going to try and teach myself it, and having that drive was really, really good. Um, so yeah, definitely, if, if any students are listening and you know, are in a similar situation, um, you know, give yourself time and the effort, because it could really pay off in the end if you do try and do something outside the curriculum. Um, Alice, same with you, similar question. Um, I think... I think applying for internships is and, and trying to get an internship is really really good. You get a really good feel for the company um, that you're that you're applying to, mm -hmm. um, and so it's kind of works both ways. They get a really good impression of you, but also you get that taster without having to commit to starting a job there. Yeah. Um, and that can really help with working out if you want to be there. Um, also, I found it super useful because um, you get to show your abilities. So when it came to um, do applying uh, properly. They obviously have interviews with you and take that into account, but they also take into account your internship if you've interned at the company. Mm -hmm. And I don't exam great, so my uni results weren't like you know the top, but but they were like it doesn't matter because results on a piece of paper don't matter when we've seen you work for twelve weeks and we know how good you are. So that was a massive saving grace for me because just with my uni grades, I might have struggled 
um, struggled applying. So internships can be massively helpful for that. And in that sense, apply for loads of them. Just apply. Because you get practice doing inter- interviews yeah. and you get more comfortable yeah. doing that. Um, and, you know, there are bound to be ones that will just say no because of one little thing. So apply for lots and then you can filter it down. So be less selective uh, when applying to stuff. Um, and then you can pick when it comes to, like, uh, which interviews you go to and things like that. Good advice. like it. Andrew? Yeah, I think I just want to echo that, really. Um, and just generally just being... Uh, up for trying those things so I heard about Metawitch originally because I just went to one of their um, event nights where they kind of held a few in my university over the year mm-hmm. and you know I got an invite and I was like oh well I could just not uh, but I did and <laughs> here I am now doing this podcast so yeah. um, I think you should just take that as like you know always put yourself out there and just think oh, I'll just I'll give it a go I'll apply for this thing or I'll learn this I'll try and do this clock or I'll um just give it a go because yeah. worst case is you know you don't do it mm-hmm. but best case is uh, you end up you do do it with a career. Get it. Yeah. Yes. So. no I think that's that's really really good advice um, I think definitely by putting yourself out there um, you know as all of you three can show I'm a good uh, examples of it you know you get a job you get a good career and you get to excel so yeah so any students listening make sure um, you know you start putting your applications into MetaSwitch um, if you're a graduate they've got lots of great opportunities and obviously they'll be opening soon so make sure you get your applications in and if you're not following them make sure you do because we'll alert you about when they uh, open so speak to you soon thank you bye